What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Week 9 recap episode. I'm joined by Garrett, the big loser David, finally, and uh, Jake, the uh, David Slayer. Uh, How's it going, everybody? (laughs) Not well. Uh, Jake dominated the Wildy this week and beat everybody's mortal enemy here. Uh, So we're going to jump right into it. We'll start with my matchup that nobody cares about. I'm sorry, guys. Um, you know, on my side, it was disappointing to see Derek Carr not do anything. I guess I should have seen it coming, but I didn't predict Oakland to be that horrible. And then Ben, that was the first time he's ever thrown three touchdowns at Baltimore. So whatever. I still wouldn't have won if I had played Ben. I'm over it. Uh, Devontae Parker let me down. Glad to see Cooper Cup back. Jordan Howard got a couple touchdowns, but his yardage is horrible. Um, you know, my team is weak overall. Hopefully the, uh, trades with Demarius Thomas and Cortland Sutton can uh, give me some sort of point totals going forward. But uh, George's team looking all right. Still not a huge score, but trading for Tevin Coleman might have really boosted his team there. Uh, Funchess wasn't a huge benefactor this week, but obviously going forward, I think he's going to bounce back. Uh, He finally played Cam. Marvin Jones didn't have a spectacular game, but it was against Minnesota, so he put up a pretty serviceable score. Um, And then Isaiah Crowell, you know, George played him over Carson, kind of regretted that, but then Carson got injured, so it ended up being the better play. Um, Garrett, what do you think about Corlin Sutton going forward? It's really disappointing to see him only get three catches after Demarius Thomas was traded away, and they talked about him really getting, you know, another five or six targets per game. Yeah, I think it might be less of a question about Corlin Sutton, and as Jake knows, just kind of like the unspectacular play of Case Keenum. Like, even if you transferred Demarius' targets directly over, it wasn't super successful just because Denver's kind of been a more run-centric team because Case hasn't been too great. But Jake might know more about that. Yeah, I mean, I it's frustrating because you look up some of the stats. Like, I think the Broncos have the highest – or Case Keenum has the highest or second-highest passer rating in the league out of play action, but they run it, like, 22nd most or 23rd most. Um, and you're right that they're a run-centric team. I just don't think they're exploiting it. Um, and Jeff Hireman, who's their tight end, got, like, the highest targets, even eclipsing Sanders, who's been their highest target. So, I mean, it's really – it seems like it's coming from the coaching staff. They don't know how to use this guy, and that could be changing very soon here, depending on how Elway feels about it. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, anybody have any further comments on either side of this matchup, you know? Neither of our teams are a real big threat for that sixth playoff spot, but we're living on a prayer here. I'm still calling George for the playoffs. <laughs> I'm not. I'm convinced. That's I'm the funniest thing. That. That's the funniest thing you've said all day, Garrett. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, if you guys are good with that, we'll move on to uh, the biggest dumpster fire of the week: Kurt versus Manny. Um, Manny, I mean, with a really, another really nice score, but Kurt really, like somebody said, just trying his best to give everybody hope for that six playoff spot there. Uh, I mean, Mike Evans, when he had one catch on like 10 targets, I mean, that just really sucks to see Crabtree. You kind of figured he would have some Joe Hayden on him. Um, Corey Davis had a pretty good game, but not as good as we'd like to see without any real solid cornerback to cover him. Melvin Gordon came back from injury, but 
carry on was a disappointment. Kyle Rudolph was a disappointment, especially after he had that weird touchdown taken back. Um, glad he put Mike Williams back in, but, uh, it really just wasn't enough with Kirk letting him down as well. There was just nobody really producing well outside of Melvin Gordon. Uh, and on the other side, though, Manny, you know, another really big score this week. Even with, like, a lot of players on his, score, or on his team, as you look down, with scores under, like, eight or nine points. But uh, between Watson, Kareem, Travis Kelsey, and uh, Minnesota D, he was able to put together a really solid score here. Um David, what do you think uh, about Kurt's team going forward? Is there any hope? Can he is he past uh, making a waiver claim at this point in the season? Can he make a trade? Um, what's going on? What do you think? Yeah, I think he can make a trade. I don't know if it'll still push him over the edge. If you look at his team, obviously Melvin Gordon's a stud. Mixon is a stud who is on by this week. Mike well, Evans... did you not see the trade that already happened? Yeah, they they just did a trade today. Yeah. Wait, what happened? Oh, Jay, so, Jay okay, and Kurt, so yeah. Jay and Kurt made a trade. Kurt traded Mixon, and what did Joe give him? Uh, Jay, gave him Jay gave him Landry, Tate, and Collins for Davis and Mixon. Right, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, I haven't had too much time to analyze that internally, but on first thought, I don't think that makes Kurt's team any better. No, he just So, yeah, I think – that's the story of the season with another bad trade is Kurt just kind of traded away his playoff spot. So I don't really know what he's doing. And he's hasn't really looked at the waivers this season. I think he, the last time I checked, he had like 93 fab left. So I, I don't, I don't know if he cares. Yeah, it's uh it's difficult. Yeah. I guess when I said make a trade, I should have said like make another trade. I mean, I thought we all kind of saw that in the group meet, but uh, yeah, his team was just kind of going down the toilet pretty fast. Yeah, um, and then not, Manny Manny's looking know. like a hot got got an easy path to the playoffs here, potentially that bye week. I think something uh, to something to monitor here is, and I mean I'm saying this selfishly now, but uh, Latavius Murray's touches going forward. If Dalvin Cook comes back, um, he's going to have to look somewhere else in the flex. And then you look at his other running backs outside of Kareem Hunt; he doesn't have a ton of depth there, so that could be an issue. Yeah, hundred percent. He was actually one of the guys I was going to try to target a trade with, but I think Manny's almost as stubborn as Jay is. So <laughs> Latavius Murray is is pretty much useless now. If Dalvin doesn't reaggravate that injury, he looked really explosive last game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Garrett, do you have anything further to add there? No, I'm just questioning if Kurt's still in the league or not. <laughs> Might just be me behind the wheel. Yeah, is it like your sister or Grace? Or <laughs> I see. Is it actually Kurt? He hasn't been in the group. Me, like I don't. I don't know if it's. Kurt. It's uh, it's Colin after he smokes a couple doobies and gets <laughs> way out of his mind. It's my alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt never existed. Turns out uh, they both suck. Yeah. Has anybody ever seen me and Kurt in the same place at the same time? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's All right, Well. We'll move on to uh, James versus Joe here. Uh, another massive score out of Pat Mahomes. I mean, he's clearly James's best move of the season. Uh, pretty mediocre score out of all his receivers. Tough to see Galladay not really have an uptick in uh, production with Tate out. But, uh, you know, hopefully going forward with uh, better matchups in the future, we'll see more out of him. LaShawn McCoy and Kenny Drake, big letdowns. Dwayne Allen 
really tough just putting a fill and tight end in there. Deshaun didn't have that connection with uh, Fitz, even though it was a high-scoring game. Just a real letdown all over from James's team there, and another tough one, uh, another team that's kind of gone downhill pretty fast. Uh, and then Joe putting together uh, not really a boom or a bust week. I mean, 138 is a pretty solid week, but, uh, I mean, we've seen a lot more out of Joe. Uh, Trubisky wasn't that great of a play. Um, he was my other uh, – pickup that I was debating behind Derek Carr so I was going to be really disappointed if he put up 30 so that makes me feel a lot better um, and then you know Kamara put up a huge score again OJ Howard with two touchdowns really helped him put up a big score along with Calvin Ridley um, so really you know Joe hasn't really been making any big waiver moves like we've said outside of the uh, Matt Ryan pickup um, so there's not a lot to say week to week on his team that we haven't already said um, Jake do you have anything to add on either side yeah, actually, I'm looking at um, Tyreek Hill stat lines right now because I saw he had a little bit of a down week. And, I mean, I know it's only two weeks, but he's had 10 and 12 points the last couple of weeks. So, um, Joe's looking like a strong playoff contender. That could be something to watch going forward. Um, could be an area of concern for him. And I think on James's side, again, you're seeing a really weak running back core. I don't really blame him because he tried to center it around David Johnson out of the draft, and he's just had an awful year. Um, and he just doesn't have anywhere he can pick up the slack because Gronkowski's been in and out all season. Kind of his that's been his thing for the last couple of seasons. So, yeah, definitely. Um, David or uh, Garrett, either you guys have anything to add? Yeah, just real quick to touch on the Tyreek Hill thing. I don't think it's too big of a concern because Tyreek Hill is, I think, like a true definition of boomer bust player. The the bust being obviously a ten point floor, which is not a bad bust, but I think he's just that type of player. So I wouldn't be too worried about him moving forward. Yeah, I agree. And Jay or uh, Joe has three of those players. Like you said, Kamara went off this week. It really only takes one of either him, a B or Hill to go off. And then on James's side, I just want to point out that I offered last week. He made that trade uh, Funches for Drake with George. And I offered him Tevin Coleman for Funches. And he was like, I don't want Coleman. He doesn't offer enough upside. And he got Drake instead. <laughs> and he got 30 points. Yeah. Oh, so. man. Oh, man. Yeah, the Falcons are way better offense than the Dolphins. Yeah. But I don't know why you uh... offered that, Garrett, but you know, that's, that's – I don't, they, don't call them, they don't call them the big old droopers for nothing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Funches was my pick of the week last week also, and I put up a really hot take on him to put up like 102 – so that was a real bust there. They all went to McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, if you guys are going to move on to the next one, we got Jake versus David, matchup of the week here. Everybody had their opinions here, but uh, Jake <sighs> ended up coming out on top, which is tough because David actually put up a not quite pitiful score this week um, as opposed to most weeks. Um, it just wasn't quite enough. Uh, you know, he, he went into Willie. He was around level 90, but uh, – Jake just came in at that max level, uh, 126, and just bopped him on the head with an happy whip. So, um, you know, you can't be playing in the deep wildy and not expect to get PK'd. So, and if any of you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you didn't have a fucking childhood. So next, all right, we got Aaron Rodgers put up, uh, you know, not really the big scores we've been wanting to see from him this year. Uh, that knee injury has just been kind of nagging him, and that game against the Patriots, we really expected it to be a real shootout, and they just didn't put up a lot of points. Um, Sanders, uh, Schuster, Scantling all put up, you know, pretty mediocre scores, but none of them, you know, really let Jake down. James White week after week is making me want to kill myself. Uh, <laughs> Philip Lindsay, uh, you know, pretty decent score. Not the best, but again, just enough to go get by. 
Kittle has been a monster. You can thank the uh, computer overlords every day for that. And then Julio finally got in the end zone. So Jake's team just pretty overall had a pretty solid week here. Pretty hard to beat unless you put up a monster score. Uh, and on David's side, um, you know, we see almost 50 points out of his running back. Zeke was a letdown, but 15 points being a letdown is still pretty good for a player. Um, and then Fitzpatrick, the garbage time king there. Um, I mean, overall, Jake's or not Jake, David's team put up a really good score, including Olsen. It just wasn't enough. I mean, leaving the Rams D in there was probably one of your worst moves there because you never know what could have happened there. If you've got a defense in there that scored a touchdown, could have swung your whole matchup. Uh, David, do you want to defend yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, I think the – I mean, the Rams D is – you called it on the last podcast, but I just – I didn't really feel like dropping anybody else. Um, and that's kind of the reasoning for that. But beyond that, um, I mean, pretty good week, as you can see what happens when my team doesn't have a season-ending injury in the middle of the game. Um, still a little bit weak from the wide receiver core. I mean, I think had I had – Will Fuller as a potential boom in there um, could have been a different story. But, I mean, I don't feel too bad about this loss. My team performed pretty well. I think the trade will help me moving forward. And, I mean, Jake's team just didn't really have a weak player across the board. And Like, Lindsey and Sanders were as weak as players with 10-plus points. So, deserved win there. Yeah, definitely. Jake you have anything to add on your side? Uh, you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's uh, I, I think it's nice that David actually put up a decent, respectable stat line, but he still got it shoved in his stupid little face. Whoa! Um, <laughs> wow. I'd also but, like to say no, – hold on. I'd also like to say that Zeke, like, come on. Like, that Dallas offense just – get a new coach or something. Like, Zeke was absolutely ripping apart Tennessee's defense – and then they just – Dak started throwing picks and they started going down by a couple of touchdowns. It was like, why would you get away from what works? Like, I don't know if you guys were watching the beginning of the game, but Zeke was making me feel really good. No, and I, I texted David separately, and I know Colin posted that, his favorite <laughs> gif in the group me, but I was legitimately sweating a little bit because you know Zeke's good for those 30-point games, and the Titans were literally trying to hand him. If they could have handed him the ball in the end zone, they would have. Um, it was absolutely ridiculous, but, um, yeah, I think the, it was, a, it was a pretty balanced effort from my side. Um, like I like David said, we just swapped cook for Smith Schuster. So it'll be interesting to follow moving forward. seems like kind of a like to like, uh, like for like switch. So, um, yeah, I mean, good win for good win for the ding dong squad. <laughs> Garrett, how do you, how do you see this matchup? Yeah, no, Jake's team really solid. I think the only concern for David's team now is Zeke's put up a couple, like, pretty average scores the past couple weeks, and now he's lost his right guard and Connor Williams to knee surgery. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out going forward. Yep, we'll have to see. All right, we'll move on next to another uh, slaying of the beast, Hop versus Garrett. Um Hop side here, um, we see what happens when Gurley doesn't put up 30 points and Thielen doesn't put up 25 points, um, you know, pretty mediocre score. Josh Gordon finally produced like Hop was uh, hoping he would. Russell Wilson's finally started to have a pretty decent floor. Um, but outside of those guys, um, you know, really nobody else could do much on his team to uh, 
propel him to a victory here um, against a surprisingly low score from Garrett as opposed to what we've seen in the past few weeks. Um, I, I didn't mention to all yet, but a hop further um, confirmed his delusion when he texted me a few days ago and said, asked me if I wanted to sell high on Cortland Sutton, that's a direct quote, and then proceeded to offer me Peyton Barber. So, <laughs> The, the, the dude has lost his fucking mind. Oh, right? okay. the, league, so. the league's campaign is to keep this guy out of the playoffs. He cannot be allowed. <laughs> uh, it's just not, not going to happen. They can't let it happen. Uh, but on Garrett's side, you know, it's a low score for him. But, I mean, outside of Cohen and Goodwin uh, giving him some real bum weeks, he didn't really have a weak point anywhere. Uh, Brady, again, put up a pretty mediocre score, but Garrett didn't really need a big one this week. James Conner looks like he might just be useful all season. Uh, Nick Chubb has been getting a ton of touches. Ben Watson was a good play and a pretty good matchup for tight ends there. Uh, Hopkins doing what Hopkins is going to do. And the trade for Keenan Allen might be working out because Keenan Allen finally went over 100 yards since first time since week one, I think. So, uh, David, what do you have to say on uh, this matchup? Yeah, I think Hop is in real trouble moving forward. If you just go down the line and look at his team, he didn't really have anybody playable that was – on by that would have swung this besides, I mean, I think Ebron is a pretty good tight end, but um, yeah, he's in trouble. I mean, when you're starting Robbie Anderson, Peyton Barber and Austin Eckler with not really many players to fill in from the bench, I just don't see how he sustains production unless Gurley and Thielen combined for 70 a week uh, moving forward. I I think he should have made a trade. Um, He still can, uh, but that's just kind of my opinion. Then the flip to Garrett's side, you know, putting up 146 when you got Saquon and Boyd on buys, pretty dangerous. Kind of just reconfirms what we've been uh, what we've been seeing all season. Yeah, Jake, do you have anything to add on either side? Yeah, I have a question. What the heck is going on with Allen Robinson? Is it the ACL thing? Because he was excellent in Jacksonville, and it feels like he hasn't done shit for Chicago. Um, maybe it's a Mitch Trubisky thing. He's not that good. Maybe it's the offense that they run there with Nagy. I know he comes from the Kansas City Andy Reid tree, so maybe they're too exotic for him. But I, I expected that guy to have a decent year, and he's put up like one or two weeks over 10 points. That I mean, he could be an asset for Hop if that guy figures it out, but I, I'm not sure that's going to happen. Yeah, I think he's been hurt for three weeks now. Oh yeah, he's been dealing with a groin injury, but it's right now. I'm looking at his notes and it says he's practicing in full. So, well, Hop's uh, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. Um, all right, Garrett, you can brag now. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just so happy that I beat Hop. Honestly, like I sort of expected it. Didn't really like to see Marquis Goodwin put up 2.3, but <laughs> uh, didn't really matter. I actually specific almost specifically made the Keenan Allen trade just to confirm that I would beat him for that one week. <laughs> and it worked out great because John Brown didn't do too much. So pretty solid win for me. Yeah. Now you're picking up defenses for like $10. You chump. I got so <laughs> much budget left. My bench. I can't even drop yeah. it off my bench. Can't, Why, might as well just fuck around. Can't, can't knock anything Garrett does at this point. His team's too oh. fucking strong. I know. It's tough. All right, and then we'll have finally move on to the heartbreak loss of the week with Andrew, man. Really tough one. Like I was saying in the group, me, I know how he feels with another uh, tough one myself. But uh, so on Andrew's side, you know, Breeze and Thomas combining for 70 again. That stack has just been lethal. Uh, Sammy put up another pretty serviceable game with showing his floor. 
Um, you know, Ingram was a huge letdown. Kenyon Barner, I mean, is really not a serviceable start. Andrew's got to figure something else out there. Um, but Sony Michelle should be back this week. So hopefully you can patch that up. Treadwell wasn't that great of a pickup. Jordan Reed has been a huge letdown. Um, but he's got Amari Cooper back and looking like he could be, you know, a target hog going forward. Um, ultimately, it just wasn't enough there. I mean, he put up a really solid score. Um, and then Jay probably having one of his best games of the year. Uh, had Goff, 30 points there, and Brandon Cooks. That was another stack and a really good game there uh, between, you know, New Orleans and the Rams for those guys with those two stacks going against each other. Um, Devontae Adams has been solid all year. Jarvis Landry, even though he hasn't been doing what Jay hoped, he's still got a good floor. Uh, Deion Lewis had a really big week, and that's really what kind of propelled him to the win there. Um, so, I mean, again, just a really tight matchup, really tough loss for Andrew there, but two really good scores this week. Um, Garrett, how do you break this one down? I mean, just why would he go with Barner again? The week before, he spent 20 on him, didn't get a point. So this yeah. week, he was just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm sure he'll do something different this he week. He was projected 2.7, like yeah. his projection. And he, like, waited till the very, like, right before the game started to be like, okay, I need to get Barner. Like, just get away from the Pats running back situation. It's, our, it's volatile as is, like, with. You know how Belichick likes to do his backs, fucking putting a kick returner back there. No, it's yeah, James I mean, White. It's, it's James White. Yeah, it's James White. <laughs> but, yeah. But um, yeah, on Jay's side, Deion Lewis. I kind of said last week that Dallas is not as strong against pass catching running backs, and Lewis torched him. Yeah, that was a good call. Um, yeah, I mean it's really tough to pull a running back off the waiver wire in this league because it's so competitive but I mean I guess yeah I definitely would have gone with somebody like Elijah McGuire over uh, Kenyon Barner just to get a few touches a few catches there um, that probably could have made the difference but I mean it's hard to say that in hindsight I mean anybody could say that um, Jake or David do you have any further comments on this matchup yeah I mean I expected the Cooper Lockett flex matchup to those score lines to honestly be flipped um, and I'm really surprised that Andrew lost after getting 30 plus points out of his defense. That's a heartbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. That was really tough. Yeah. Only, David. only thing I have to add is it's just another kind of like stubborn player who doesn't want to trade. I mean, I had extra running backs. I think I offered him something like, <laughs> I'm sure he's going to correct me because I'll probably be wrong, but I think it was something like one of my tight ends and, um, Burita for walk-ins or something, something like that, where it probably would have pushed him over the edge. But I don't know. People get so caught up in their teams that they end up starting freaking Kenyon Barner with a projected 2.7 and an actual 0.4. So got to make your trades, boys. Oh, yep. All right. Salty Sailor Dave <laughs> over there. <Yeah. laughs> no, I, I would have lost if whatever trade happened anyway. So it's not like something like that for me, but. You would have lost giving up Breda, who put up like five instead of Watkins. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I would have dealt him one of my tight ends. There was, there was no way I would have won that game unless I. Let me no, clear yeah, it up. There's everybody. no way. Let me clear Watkins it up. only David, put up eleven point four. David would have never beat me. Let me clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I'm oh, saying. Man. Even though I don't like how you worded it, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't like how anybody words it if it's against you. All right, um, we'll move on to the uh, waivers then, if we're all good on that final matchup. Well, uh, we'll start off with uh, just going from the highest price pick. We'll do uh, David picking up Christian Kirk there. 
Um, definitely not a bad pickup. Uh, I mean, the price is debatable, but David needs all the help he can get at receiver, and I think Kirk's got some potential. Uh, I mean, Garrett, I know you've been a big fan of Kirk. What do you think of that? Yeah, even though uh, Arizona's offense hasn't been spectacular with Rosen, I think they can only get better, and Kirk is someone they're definitely going to try and build up kind of as the, they've been saying he's like the heir apparent to Fitzgerald, so not a bad pickup. Yeah, um, David, I mean, do you want to make any comment on that or defend yourself? Some people were kind of knocking that no, price there. No, I, I mean, I knew it was high, and I didn't feel good about doing it, but, like, at this point, I just I need another wide receiver, so I just said, fuck it, I'm spending 18. Yeah. I think it's more interesting to see that Kurt actually did on something, <laughs> so that's promising. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested uh, to uh, Kirk uh, – Kirk. Kurt went uh, – uh, he dropped Kirk <laughs> Cousins and then added Baker Mayfield. I'm inter- interested to see how that goes for him. Oof, yeah, that'll be interesting. I didn't even see that one yet. Um, all right, and then, yeah, like I was saying, my picks with uh, Maurice Harris. The price was more just to make sure nobody else got him and, uh, you know, slide him in there and hope for some – really high upside there if Jameson Crowder doesn't play and just get a lot of receptions. But, I mean, I knew it was high, but I just wanted to make sure I got him. Basically, that was about it. Um, you know, what, I mean, Garrett, you said you think he has some potential. Yeah, I think – I mean, just like going way out, the Skins lost a couple other offensive linemen, so they might be a little bit more pass-centric with Alex Smith. But, yeah, someone's got to get the targets. Why not? Yeah, Why not what's his serious? name? Just one on IR, too. Um, yeah, Richardson. Yeah, so I don't Richardson, think it's a bad pickup. Yeah. I just, it's, I don't know why. Yeah. I guess you just value him over Kirk, which is interesting. I've kind of the reverse. Maurice was my number two target, but did you guys see uh, the? Um, did you guys see the Madden like uh, stats evaluator at the Redskins game last week? No, no. Oh my God! There was no, a dude on the sideline with a, a jacket that said like Madden stats adjuster, and he was watching the Redskins uh, Falcons game. And then I heard an interview with him today, and he was just shitting on the Redskins' offensive line. So could be dicey for them going forward. Oh man, Madden rating is everything. So oh yeah, oh man. <laughs> I mean, hey, Madden rating is uh, you know a big factor in why I traded for Cam Meredith, boasting eighty three in Madden. Man, you had to trust it. I I still can't figure out why they don't use that guy. It's it's a mystery to me. And they just picked up Dez. Like I, that's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I really thought he was going to finally have, like, the big breakout season. I yeah. mean, last year, at the end of the year with the Bears, he was having, like, 10 catches a game, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a monster. Yeah. Yep. All right, what's, everyone, what's everyone's best guess as to why Joe spent $12 on Matt Ryan when he has Carson Wentz, who doesn't have a buy coming I, I don't think it was a bad pick. Matt Ryan doesn't have a buy coming up either. I mean, Carson Wentz, he might have some – I mean, I, I should look at it, but might have a bad matchup coming up or something. No. And I, I, think it was, I think it was more – I mean, he had money left to keep it away from other people. I mean, Matt Ryan has been like a top-five quarterback. I don't know why people are knocking that. I mean, if somebody dropped Brady or – if somebody dropped Rodgers, you would spend 12 bucks on him, and Matt Ryan's been outscoring Rodgers this year. Yeah, but not if I already had a quarterback. Yeah, I'm with Garrett on this one. Me. I don't. It's like sure, pick pick him up for a dollar well, or something. But it's like there's no shortage of quarterbacks anywhere. Like, this is two people who both traded for quarterbacks here, and then they're saying they wouldn't <laughs> pick up. The, they wouldn't pick up the number three quarterback yeah. for twelve bucks. Like who? Like, well, now I would. Yeah, but. exactly. 
12 bucks is just it's just a lot for someone who has like three tight ends always had I don't hate the move. I, I think know. Joe's got a pretty stacked team at most positions. It's it's an it's a final piece for him to load up down the stretch. I I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just he's just pissing in our face saying my team's so good I can spend fab on a quarterback. Or, being, or, he being got, a dick. or he got confused and he thought it was one of his other leagues. That, that's, <laughs> that's an option at play here. That's oh, true. Well, that's that that could have been it. Um, all right, next one, you know, we got Jake with Adam Humphreys. I mean, six bucks. I don't really have anything big to say about that. You might have been able to get him for less. There's so many options on that team, it's hard to see, but he has been getting a lot of targets recently, and nobody's really kind of noticed that. He had like nine targets, ten targets, you know, uh, seven targets. It's it's actually been uh, more consistent than most people would realize. So I don't really have anything big to say there. I was I was to. gonna do I was gonna do less, but I think Garrett or somebody was egging James on to spend all of his fab on that guy, so I bumped it up just a little bit. You motherfucker! Yeah, <laughs> I'm really surprised. Yeah, me well, too. Because he was busy putting in another waiver claim for Josh Adams, who he just spent money on last week. Oh, <laughs> yeah, what the uh, fuck is what wrong? Doing, yeah. About the Humphreys pickup, I think it's fair. Nothing really yeah. to say. Um, and I know Jake yeah. was knocking Garrett for spending four bucks on the Jets, but I mean, if you got the money to spend and you have the opportunity to pick up whoever's playing the Bills, I mean, you got to play to win each week. So I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I don't spend money on kickers aside from like Zerline, but defenses I could see spending like up to five bucks. You know, if you really want to make sure you get them. But you, I mean, I picked Jake. up. Uh, I thanks, Colin. <laughs> I picked thanks, up Colin. Buffalo's D out of spite against Garrett, so we're gonna have a little head-to-head matchup. This week, yeah. we're not playing each other. <laughs> Why don't you ever play Denver's defense? You're They're a big fan, dude. Jake. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> what, what about Marshawn Lynch? Can someone <laughs> fucking explain that to me? Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know what he thinks. Jay. Marshawn's going to come back in on the one week. You're going to have a the confidence to play him, and then b actually get a score out of him. <laughs> I, I don't think he is even like eligible to come back until like fantasy playoffs are done, right? Fantasy, yeah, yeah. week 16, so like, those will come back. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, Jay's going to be in the final. Raiders. Jay's going to be in the final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever, let the kid do what he wants. Yeah, I think uh, Manny might have a really sneaky, solid pickup there with Howerman for two bucks if he can keep getting the targets going forward. I mean, he's been using uh, the end zone a good amount. He already dropped him. Don't yeah, worry. He already he already did he really? For Alex Smith. <laughs> Someone else I can pick see. him up. That guy's a damn He's scrub. Who is this guy? I couldn't see because of fucking all of Jay's little or little yeah ad drops. Um, Even if right, that we'll did sc- work, like come on, bro, you can't be doing that. Yeah, scratch that. Um, I like you know the Anthony Miller pickup. I think uh, especially with uh, Taylor Gabriel working on knee injury and Allen Robinson, uh, Miller has some potential. He's been getting like seven or eight targets the past few weeks, uh, and then the rest is just you know pretty meaningless. I mean, we've talked about. Des in the group chat a little bit, I think. Uh be interesting to see what he can do on the Saints going forward. Uh, and then the rest is all, I can't even decipher it because it's mostly Jay's nonsense. So I don't think there's anything I'm missing there besides the Baker for Kirk swap that we already mentioned. What about, um, what about trades? Um, like yeah, I think we'll Jake and I, I think Jake and I yeah. think ours is pretty fair, but I'm interested to hear thoughts of you guys. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think it's bad. Again, it addresses team needs on both sides. It's just, uh, you know, Jake has a lot of faith in Delvin Cook being fully healthy. That's really all it comes down to. 
Um, if, if Cook's healthy, it's a really solid trade. And if not, then David, you know, won. But, um, I mean, I think Jake can afford to lose Juju with the receiving core he's got. Yeah, I agree. Pretty fair. Dalvin Cook, higher potential. Juju, safer floor. I think it does say a little bit that Jake's scared that Le'Veon's not coming back. Oh, though. absolutely scared. Terrified. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. even call it a fear anymore because he's just not showing up. How do they – I don't get – I yeah, like I post this in the group meet, but how is it that through the entire season, everybody's operating under the assumptions, all the writers, all the commentators, like – everyone's operating under the assumption that he has to show up and sign the tag or he doesn't enter free agency. And then all of a sudden this week, it just comes out that that's not true and he can enter free agency if he doesn't show up. Like, how does that happen? Because that's a better story. I think I told Colin, didn't I text you about that, Colin? That he didn't actually yeah, come I think back so. Oh, ago. wow. It's just more exciting for him to be like, oh my god! Yeah. I, don't know I just want a giant. Around. I want a giant asterisk yeah. on this season. This is a crack of bullshit, and I <laughs> am the de facto winner. <laughs> Take James Conner away from Garrett. <laughs> you auto drafted your team and are in the top <laughs> like three. You can't complain. Yeah, no, anymore. that's get get that out of my face. Uh, the <laughs> you also stole an RB one from the <laughs> <defenseless> little. <laughs> <laughs> You stole it. Oh, defenseless. Defenseless. The reigning champion. I take full credit. I take full credit for my stupidity. I offered that trade to him. Nobody be swindling me. <laughs> I be swindling myself, motherfucker. Don't, yeah. don't you ever insult uh, me like that. Nobody fools me. I wasn't even only, in the country when he proposed that. So yeah. only, I can, only I can fool me. Wow. I'm my own worst enemy. You guys should be thanking me. Yeah, Jake just looks at his phone. He's like, oh, what's this? Uh, am I reading this right? Sure. Except, <laughs> what? How about the uh, the other trade? I kind of gave yeah. my thought that I think Kurt made a pretty shitty trade, but yes. Um, speak, I don't know. I mean, I mean Kurt trades. got a lot of pieces out of it. I mean, Golden Tate, if with uh, Philly, he can actually be really productive, like Jay was, you know, predicting that he will be. Landry, you know, can kind of only go up from here. And Alex Collins, they've actually been keeping him in on the goal line lately, as opposed to bringing Buck Allen in. And I don't think Ty Montgomery really is a threat to Alex Collins because they don't really do the same thing and play the same downs. So I think Kirk gets a lot of, you know, valuable pieces that only have, you know, upside as opposed to, you know, they can't really get much worse. Um, I mean, Joe Mixon is clearly one of Kurt's best players, but I mean, at this point he is kind of in desperation mode. And I think uh, it kind of shows that Jay has a lot more faith in Corey Davis than a lot of people do actually. Because if Corey Davis is a bust, then I think Kurt wins the trade, honestly. Does Jay... Does Jay have a no hard way. on, Does Jay no have a hard on for the Titans? That's that what I was going to say. On? He might be starting freaking Corey Davis and one of the two running backs at the same time. <laughs> it just yeah, makes I agree. it so good. Collins, Collins saw his least touches of the year last week. Jarvis Landry is just an, a solid receiver on a bad team. Who's the other guy? Tate. A lot of competition for targets. Like, I, I just see it as he gave away, like, Tate and Davis for me is kind of a wall. I don't know. I just feel like Mixon is the yeah, best I player think in the trade comes by down far. To is like, if you add up the scores of Davis and Mixon and then add up the other three, like, Davis and Mixon might be enough to beat the other three alone and certainly enough to beat him when you add in, like, the other random flex that you'd put in. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't see it. 
Yeah, especially when when like if Carrion was playing really well, I'd be like, okay, I guess yeah, he has some options, but he's not he's not really playing that well. Like, how do you give up Mixon and not get yeah I, Cooks? I don't get from it. From day I, at yeah, almost Garrett. Which begs the question again, Colin: Is Kurt <laughs> really Kurt in this league? Oh, you guys will never know. You'll never know where I hit his body. All right. <laughs> um, well, I think that about does it, unless anybody has anything to add here, um, or unless I'm forgetting anything. Garrett, you usually catch me on that. Uh, take of the week, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, was it? It was it me, you, and Jake, right? Yeah, well, Jake, I already said Jake, my yeah. pick, uh, Devin Funches, was a big old bust. Uh, Garrett, who did you have? Uh, Cooper, that was Cooper. a pretty solid pick. Uh, and then Jake? Yep, I uh, had Jordan Reed. Don't ever, ever bet on oh. the Redskins. Don't, just don't do it. Yeah, they're bad. Well, free advice for everybody. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really, really bad right now. Even though they're the division leader, aren't they? Who cares? That division or not, not division, you know what I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um conference leader or whatever whatever yeah well that it wasn't the best week there for predictions but Garrett came out with the win I think we can close it out here we've talked enough shit this time um anybody have any closing comments playoff picture playoff pictures coming Mm. in form people are starting to separate oh yeah well we'll see I'm making my sneaky run. I'm planning it out. I'm going to put up a 200-point score this week, 200-point score next week, and I'll be cooking right up in there, right up in the mix. So uh, watch out. Maybe if you combine yours and Kurt's scores. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kurt is actually crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, she would, she would do better than that. Come on, don't insult her like that. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, that's that's enough of that. We'll see you. Uh, We'll be recording the next episode tomorrow and doing the previews here um, and discussing uh, our predictions for the upcoming week. See you guys tomorrow.